the barbell is absolutely not the end all be all. Um, and I would encourage people who think it is to um, start using some awkward implements and just substitute those in, you know, it's a great way to kind of get a little bit of enthusiasm into your training, a little bit more, you know, variation if you've been feeling stagnant. Power Athlete Nation. Tex McQuilkin here, the Director of Training and Education for Power Athlete, and I will be joined by Ms. Callie Hensman for a little conversation to empower the performance of anyone on the fringe of beginning their fitness journey. If you are following a Power Athlete program, but wondering how you can get your SIGO or anyone in your family that needs to start training right now in order to save them long-term, this is the episode for you. We're going to be covering many fears associated with getting started and committed to an exercise and training program. So no barbell, no problem. We're going to be covering lean enable and the benefits of minimal equipment and getting maximal results. Or if you find yourself traveling, hotel, gym, this is also the program for you. Don't let the name fool you. There's a lot of power packed within lean enable. And for a limited time only, we're going to be offering 20% off any of our nutrition protocols, whether that's leaning, bulking, or keto. Head to powerathletehq.com forward slash nutrition. And with the code EATTHEWEEK, you're going to get 20% off. That's all caps E-A-T-T-H-E-W-E-A-K. Eat the week, 20% off. Listen in or watch on Spotify, YouTube. And be sure to smash that subscribe button so you get updates and when new Power Athlete Radio episodes drop in all of our Masters of Movement series where we set up, execute, and take you through our wonderful coach's eye to empower your performance. Would you like to do the introduction? No. <laughs> I get teased all the time. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning into Power Athlete Radio. Oh. <laughs> it's like... Sometimes my husband will just like wake me up like that. Like, hey, everyone. <laughs> well, hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the premier podcast in strength conditioning, Power Athlete Radio. Tex McQuilkin here, the director of training, and I'm sitting with the voice of Power Athlete Radio, Callie Hinsman. How you doing? I'm um, excellent. Uh, well, the voice behind the voices. I'm really just the intro voice. I'm kind of like Oz. I like to refer to myself as you know, the Oz of, of power athlete radio. Omnipresent, Correct. ever knowing. Yeah. And if you're hearing another voice in the background, that's my three month old. So hopefully she'll keep it down, but we'll see how it goes. Well, yeah, just give a little discipline. She'll know what to do. <laughs> well, today we're bringing Callie in to speak on our training program, Lean and Able. This is a foundational program for power athletes, and we like to simply refer to it as the, the gateway, meaning people are just getting into the power athlete methodology and style of training. They're just starting out their garage gym and have minimal equipment, but aiming for maximal results. So this lean enable program, any from just a, a simple barbell, some heavier kettlebells and your body weight, you can accomplish a lot. No barbell. No problem. Bare Essentials program for those looking to get in shape and still do full body power athlete training workouts. Yeah, the gateway, the gateway training program, like the gateway drug marijuana. That is just <laughs> it it leads to you fitness. to all the hardcore stuff. It's really there's at this point, you know, it's 
it's low barrier. You can access it, you know, so that's really what it is. Yeah. Like all the drugs out there in the Seattle ways. So very low <laughs> skill level, lean and able. Uh, we aim this for beginner intermediate athletes. If you yourself are a power athlete and been following us for some time and aim to get one of your friends or family to start their fitness journey and training and becoming a badass bulletproof human being, this is often the place to start. And time yeah. commitments, we're talking 20, 45, 60 minutes if we really start to get strong and heavy in there and need some rest time built in. But a lot of movement, full body, every single day. And I mean, Callie, you're out there building out your garage gym. What kind of weights did you start to collect? Well, the basics, I mean, you start with the, the essentials first, your dumbbells, you know, everything that you need for this program. Um, and, you know, eventually get a barbell. I mean, for me, that's priority, but, um, you think of any hotel gym, what they have, and that's how you're going to kind of outfit your spot. Um, I mean, obviously a pull-up bar is going to be key. Um, and then mm -hmm. just a bag of something that you can throw around. Um, and again, kind of like what you're saying, I feel like this is why you wanted to talk to me specifically when you're talking about low skill level. I feel like you're <laughs> speaking directly to me. Um, and I get it. Like I am not for sure, not the most athletic person, uh, despite being a self-proclaimed quote unquote power athlete. Um, but you know, it's, it's exactly kind of like what you were saying. You don't need a ton of equipment and it's a good kind of place to start. And especially like just speaking from experience coming coming off of, um, you know, just having a baby, just having two kids, this is exactly, you know, the program that you would follow to get yourself back into a more strength oriented program. Cause it feels like, you know, when you're, it, whether it's coming back from injury or taking some time away from training, um, if you need to get your footing back, this is something to kind of help you build that confidence in a safe, um, and really smart, smart way, you know? And again, like you said, it's, it's, it's not a, a ton of a time commitment too. So it's like exactly what somebody in, in my position would need. Yeah. Essentially, we looked at all barriers of someone beginning strength and conditioning, and we attacked them with this program. So if we're looking at equipment, oh, I don't have that equipment, or I don't have time, or I'm not, I'm, I'm not confident in that. I can't, that's, that's too difficult for me. So we essentially identified all these different barriers that people have given us for beginning to train and created this program to target that. So it's an opportunity for people to take their first step into a, a performance style training program. And performance, I mean, it is a very intimidating word, but if we look at this, no matter what, it's still performance towards something. We're aiming to build a better version of you and in order to accomplish that, we have to work hard. Yeah. So it, is, it may appear not easy, but the more you, opportunity you give yourself to move, the better we're going to get. Yeah. This, and the structure is really good too, because, you know, like I said, uh, it, it still has that kind of trademark power athlete aspect of being very strength biased. And, um, you know, that's a focus of it, which is again, uh, what we believe in our methodology to be paramount in terms of, um, you know, progress. And like you said, performance, and I like to use this kind of template when people come to me in my position, um, in the police department, 
I get tons of people all the time who are almost like embarrassed to say like, Hey, I just can't follow any of the programming that's out there for law enforcement because it's just, it's either too much. It requires too much skill. Um, it, it's just too complicated for me and they're not confident and they don't want to say that, but they're not confident doing all of these new movements and, you know, things that require a ton of, you know, Olympic lifting and that kind of thing. And so giving them a template like this is so great because you know, it's pretty much fail proof. If you, if you have a fair amount of, um, you know, understanding of mechanics and things like that, and it's, it's, it's safe and effective. And I like just dosing it out to people because I know that it's fairly easy to adhere to. Um, and it's something that is really digestible within again, like a gym at a police department, which is not always outfitted to have a ton of equipment. Mm -hmm. Hey, Power Athlete Nation, summer is weeks away and you got to get that body right. Now, whether it's to pack on a little bit of muscle to fill out those pants and fill out that t-shirt or to lean out and show off those abs by popping off that shirt, we got you covered. Now, the reason we like to start busting our ass now is so that we have a little bit of margin of error so that you can cut loose and not feel guilty. So what I want you to do is go check out one of Power Athletes Nutrition Protocols. We got a leaning, we got a bulking, we got a keto, and we also have a performance protocol for those of you that need a little bit of extra attention or really trying to dial it in so that you look like a million bucks come summer. To learn more, head to powerathletehq.com forward slash nutrition to find out which protocol is right for you. And... We're going to give you an extra 20% off at checkout with the code EATTHEWEEK. 20%? Yeah, that's all caps. E-A-T-T-H-E-W-E-A-K at checkout. Dude, sounds good to me. Now you got your mission. You know what we're expecting. Go get it. See ya. And to speak to the structure that Callie's going down, this is this is the, the breakdown of a daily. So we have some form of pre-warm-up, warm-up, just get your chili hot, get your heart rate up. It's five minutes. If you got a bike, rower, hit those ergonomic machines. If not, jumping jacks, calisthenics, and we give you some different options. Well, we just need you to begin with some form of motion. And from there, we introduce three new movements each day for a warm-up. Eventually, they won't be new movements, but they'll be new as you begin this program. But it's designed to help prepare you for the foundational work and every single day has some form of strength training, some foundational work. And we pick one exercise to build your, your capacity, your strength and your confidence, most importantly, towards moving. For example, the squat, we have infinite number of variations due to the, with the equipment that you have for the squat. So we pick one, we set reps, and then provide you the opportunity to max yourself out. And what that means is if people are left up to their own devices, they're going to select a weight that maybe scares them a little bit, but is not as strong as they currently are. So they're shortchanging themselves. If we just said, all right, four sets of eight, and then they cap themselves. So our foundational work ends with a max out set, meaning we're going to hit one, two, three, four sets of eight reps. Let's call it a goblet squat. And then we're going to go for broke on that final set because our aim is to show you that you're stronger than you believe. So you can go for 10 reps. You can go for 12. You can go for 16. But we want you to find out where you are and calibrate it so the next time 
that this movement selection comes up in your foundational work, you are prepared to go heavier than you did before. Here's one way you will not progress on any strength training program doing the same weights all the damn time. So we want you to do more than you think you can, do more than you did yesterday, and that's how we get strong. Then every day ends with some form of body weight or movement burner just to get that heart rate up, break a little sweat, and realize like, hey, you can do this. And also my favorite part, Callie, we give them one stretch per day so they can cool down a little bit, take a breather, so a couple minutes and build a stretch catalog for when they do go out and do the things they do, whether it's run, uh, bike, play beach volleyball, spike ball, pickleball is blowing up out here. Uh, or when they're on the job and they just did something taxing and they need some recovery and cool down time, they now have a full catalog of stretches for you then to get your mind right, get your body right, get your breath right. Yeah, I love that it's just one stretch <laughs> per training session that you get to build that catalog on because I tell you, it's like my least favorite part of the whole of, you know, any training program that you're considering doing. It's like they give you maybe four or five stretches that are new to you. They have crazy names. You got to go to some link and then it's some complicated shit. And you're, you know, you're, it's already something that you're kind of dreading doing. It's like, you know, I don't know, is, is brushing your teeth equivalent, <laughs> but it's like, Sometimes. I'm tired. I just want to go to bed, you know, that kind of thing. Um, you know, and also to go back to kind of the structure of a training day, I, I, I definitely, I want people to like, look at other programs and compare them too, because what you'll find too, in, in like lean and able is there's a ton of unilateral work, which I just don't think that other quote unquote performance uh, programs incorporate. And if they do, it's very sparing, right? And so I, I love the fact that we stay true to kind of our roots and we know the benefits of having that unilateral work or working in different planes of motion. Um, and again, I think it's something that other programs are super lazy in. Um, they don't believe that, or they don't believe that the, the, um, the athlete following it is capable of it. I, I, you know, and so I think it's, we do a great job of kind of balancing that and incorporating it in a way that is, is again, digestible. It's nothing super crazy, but it's a, an essential part of your training, not only in terms of strength regression, but just like I said, if you're getting back into training or you're starting mm -hmm. for the first time, it's so important CNS wise and, and just, you know, uh, rehab wise and things like that to, to get back into those unilateral, unilateral movements. So we're not overlooking the basics, right? Yeah. And we are a power athlete. So our objective overarching is to build your athleticism. And part of that is squatting, stepping and lunging, pushing, pulling with one arm, two arms, whatever it takes to increase my utility, my ability to do things. Training's a means to an end. So we know all of you movement is a part of life, whether it's playing with kids, doing your job or doing, I mean, just golfing on Sundays, that is movement. So if we can utilize a program like Lean and Able to increase your ability to move, that makes all those things that you do outside of this that much more enjoyable, we did our job. Yeah, I don't think you can really call your program a performance program if it <laughs> doesn't incorporate, you know, different ranges of motions and uh, unilateral movements. But there's no shortage of programs out there that proclaim exactly that. So 
Yeah. Also, our aim, I mean, is to keep you coming back for more. So not every day is going to burn you to, to the ground and feel hard, but then leave you sore for one, two, three days. It's an opportunity for you to progress. And if, if we begin pushing you to do three days a week, that's an excellent starting point if you are just getting back into it or new to training altogether. But then eventually we want to progress. We provide up to six days, but progress to four. And when four, you feel great, then five. And hopefully within there, it doesn't have to be six workouts a week, but six movement days. Get out there, pickleball, golf, fun, chase your kids around, do whatever you got to do. But just do more and feel good versus just putting yourself on the shelf for working too hard. Yeah, I think that's so, so important. It can't be emphasized enough, just especially when people are coming to me in my full-time job, it's like consistency is by, I mean, the desire is there, but when you're dealing with people who have, who work, you know, shift work and they've got lives outside of, you know, police work or, um, you know, it's complicated. And the one piece that's really missing is consistency. And these people are so type A that they'll do exactly what you're talking about and try to burn themselves down with some like seal fit program or something. And then they can't, I mean, you know, their, their adrenals are shot, their hormones are all over the place due to lack of sleep. And, um, and so, you know, and they're injuring themselves, unfortunately. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, if you can get them to wrap their mind around this program being something that's consistent and something that is, you know, they can stick to without feeling like dog shit every other day, then, um, you know, that is such a win because that consistency is, it's everything in terms of, um, the people that I work with. Yeah. And fitness mistakes that people often make is assuming that that max out that they had in high school or in the heyday of their CrossFit days is still within their grasp. So they immediately go to it (laughs) and then they're on the shelf. Oh my God. I'm getting to an age and this is for any person that's probably a a similar generation i'm getting to the age where that is definitely that's definitely a humbling thing where it's like on your radar that will i ever get back to those numbers and like what's the most important thing in terms of like what i'm training for at this point and so yeah definitely uh i i can appreciate exactly what you're saying there and it as part of this and callie just mentioned it is it connected to what i'm training for a big part of this is establishing a goal to train for. So lean enable is your opportunity to get back into it and realize the value of movement and what it can have for your life. But if, again, we are not training specifically for something, all of this will just be getting sweaty versus a key term that we brought up a lot throughout this episode, training. This is training for the person just getting into fitness. This is training for the person getting back into fitness. This is the opportunity with the Lean Enable program is to establish a goal. And what happens if you don't have a goal, Callie? (laughs) Well, you're just throwing darts at the board. You know, it's like, it's like said principle. I mean, how how do you get there if you don't have a target, right? You know, Mm -hmm. it's spinning your wheels and you're just getting sweaty. Yeah. And won't, won't have the value. And we want this to be the gateway, the stepping stone program to the barbell. Uh, what, what is a cool thing that we write into Lean Enable as well is the introduction of the barbell. So the foundational movements, and this is, again, where Power Athlete uh, 
differentiates ourselves from other strength and conditioning programs. We practice, preach, and believe, and write, and program for movement, not movements. So again, referencing the, the squat, we can have a goblet squat. If I have a dumbbell, I will goblet squat. If I have a barbell, I will front squat, barbell back squat, and find different versions because in our, our lens and how we view movement, it's all a squat. So we can continue to progress and stress with different forms of equipment. If you have a sandbag, that's certainly an awesome tool that we can progress with. But if we have the limited equipment, I want you to think, what do I have? Well, then I'll perform this squat. And we write options into the program for people to swap exercises if they want to get literal with it and continue to, to track the, the weight that they are lifting. So if they have access to a barbell or they're beginning to build out their garage gym to then include that barbell, well, the program doesn't change. Mm -hmm. You just swap in the barbell and then we can really see some accelerated adaptation occur because you're going heavier. Yeah, you really don't want equipment to be the barrier to training, right? And so many people will use it as an excuse um, or and maybe it's a legitimate reason, you know, but uh, this, this program, that's, that's a non-issue, right? Um, and again, for whatever reason, you know, I was never somebody who was necessarily intimidated by the barbell, but it was introduced to me at a like very formative time in my life. So, but there are tons of people who have never even picked up one who desire that same, that, that strength training effect. And this is a perfect avenue to get there. Um, and like you said, like, you know, incorporating the sandbag and these kind of things, the barbell is absolutely not the end all be all. Um, and I would encourage people who think it is to, um, start using some awkward implements mm -hmm. and just substitute those in. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's a great way to kind of, uh, get, get a little bit of enthusiasm into your training, a little bit more, you know, variation if you've been feeling stagnant. Yeah. There's a famous Henry Rollins quote where it's 225 is always 225. I would argue 225 is not always 225 if it's a 225 pound sandbag. Even 135 on a barbell is easy, but 135 pound sandbag, that's a whole different ballgame. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think that's one of the, you know, the beauties of as you go along your strength training journey. Um, and again, starting with a program like this, it it allows you to kind of filter in. And as you grow your knowledge base and that kind of thing, you can once you learn the movements, as you mentioned, then you can start to dictate the variation and that kind of thing, get a, a little bit sexier with it. Um, but again, a foundational program like this, you're going to build the confidence to be able to do that without something like this, you, you know, you'll never, you'll never delve into, you yeah. know, confidence with your movement and your body is so important for success in any training program. And I would argue, I'm sure we both would argue out there in life. And, uh, we just finished up our hammer 90 training program and I had to take some shirtless selfies for 90 days and put that out there. And I had a staggering amount of high school friends that two things. One, ask me for my skincare routine. Just <laughs> kidding. They, they wanted to get started because they realized like most of my college buddies played college lacrosse. So they're still somewhat fit, but, uh, high school buddies, they certainly fell off and they're in the kids age and, and business mm -hmm. and work and operations. So they, 
they were looking for it. And knowing a couple of these guys that I gave training direction before that they chose to ignore. Right. Now I'm leaning on them to start lean and able. So it's the, the intro to get those, those, uh, I'll be nice. Those pals back on the, the movement train from their old high school football days and reminding them, Hey, they, they can't bench that weight anymore. Let's just get started with some dumbbells and progress back to who you used to be, buddy. Yeah, that's a hard pill to swallow if you were like a <laughs> high school go hard, like all your friends. Oh, they all peaked in high school and, and stuck around town. Yeah, I your your shirtless selfie, I think, did uh, had some good responses, did it not? Uh, depends on how you define good. <laughs> People coming out of the woodworks to to take a jab at the uh, the old man bear <laughs> pig. What? How? Man bear pig. That was the. Uh, <laughs> My nickname in college based off the South Park episode, but uh don't you listen to them texts uh I don't take it personally yeah the um it's it's good i mean it was it's simple essentially follow and tr- follow a training program, sleep, minimize your alcohol intake, and consume the appropriate amount of protein daily, mm-hmm. and your body fat will decrease if you put on lean body mass. So that's the beauty is you even look better. It's not necessarily losing fat. It's putting on muscle, even though I lost a little fat. But uh, I mean, the the consistency was the key thing, really dialing in training. As you know, a, a, a life in the fitness industry, it can get monotonous on the training side of things. So rededicating yourself and having a goal in mind, as we were talking about earlier, certainly helps lead to the results. But if we're not aiming at anything, we don't get any results. Yeah. Uh, was your goal then, um, like, how did you frame out your goal? First of all, I want to say that 90 days, you guys, you guys got away with only doing 90 days. That's incredible. I'm so glad that you didn't go through a six month, um, hellacious leaning protocol. Um, speaking for a friend, but, (laughs) but, but yeah, I mean, you looked great. So what was like, what was the end goal just to kind of stay, follow the protocol and just kind of adhere to it and then, um, see the results. Yeah. And capture some, some media and the importance, like Mm -hmm. we we weren't weird about it. It wasn't like I cut out alcohol, just limited the intake and we're still aiming to be as, you know, normal hangout, social, and not be yeah, you're weird. Not insane. <laughs> yeah. And and show people they don't have to be. Yeah. So at the same time, we worked hard and then we added, here's the the important factor here. We added healthy behaviors in rather than eliminating and going cold turkey on all this. Mm-hmm. So uh waking up early on Saturdays to go do some form of sport, game, fitness, coaching that then limited Friday night's intake of alcohol. So it wasn't like I'm eliminating, I'm just adding in healthy behaviors that I make smarter decisions mm-hmm. that prevent me from making poorer decisions. That was the key thing. And uh, also, there's a powerful motivator from my co-host. Shame? Shame. Oh, yeah. So I'm familiar. that was factored in. Uh, with the Lean Enable Folks, I would lean more on the the utility, the confidence that comes from increasing my strength and utility rather than shame, shame for, you know, <laughs> yeah. unless they're in, of 
Irish Catholic descent and feel bad if they don't capture a workout in the morning. But I don't <laughs> recommend that. You'll have better results just adding in healthy, fun, movement-based activities that were fueled by your strength and mobility and flexibility and everything gained from Alina and Abel. Yeah, I love that. That's great. I like, I, th I think when so many people think about committing to a new program or having like a 90 day challenge or something like that, all they're thinking about is the things that they have to eliminate from their life. And uh, I, I, I can definitely appreciate the creation of, of new habits, you know, something that um, I've gotten really big on is playing wiffle ball. And so I've brought that into like when I, when I'm teaching other people or people who are about to go to the academy or just coming out of the academy, using that as like a warm up thing. And people have started to kind of incorporate it in their own lives because we forget how fun it is just to like mm -hmm. rip dingers. And so, um, you know, just like little things like that to start a Saturday morning. Um, again, I think is I just, I think that's incredible. Did you do any like journaling or anything like that as, oh, or yeah. reporting how you were feeling? The, yes, because the, the, the mindfulness that, that was more my commitment to, to this than anything. Aside from the pictures, uh, we had to capture one each day, 90 total. Mm -hmm. The, the mindfulness with meditation. Mm -hmm. So we've had numerous experts on the show that just spoke to the value. And not only spoke to the value, they showed through their data and capture. I'm referencing Chris Morris at a University of Kentucky working with their football team who have had a yep. turnaround um, so that he's part of that that push. But he's on the, the, the side working with the athletes in sports performance and sleep and recovery. And his kids that he showed meditated, increase in strength, focus, sleep, everything. So he had the data and the results. Well, I get it. Yeah, makes sense. Wasn't necessarily doing it and practicing. And through our, our friends at the Focus Calm, it's an app and a contraption that measures brain waves mm -hmm. and fun guided meditations and games. Then uh, I have their tool and their tech. So committed to it. And you can capture your, you can record your well-being. Am I, am I stressed? Am I grateful? Um, and aimed to, to just be honest and fill it out and do the work. So where I was aiming for five days a week um, and we are, we're traveling a lot again, which is a good thing, but um, travel and nutrition, that's a whole different podcast. But at the same time, the, the mental clarity and I got a backyard with a little view. So would, would prop up outside and take advantage of the weather and just take in this, the scene or take in the breathing and focus there. So that would, that was big part that I would lean. I added in that behavior. It's motivation to get my butt up, get my mind right before we got to go into training in the morning. So, I mean, all part of it, but I mean, fueled for the most part by a commitment to the training and, you know, you feel great. The more you move, the better you feel, you know, the better feel, the more I'm motivated to continue what helps me feel great. Yeah. Yeah. And imagine if somebody were to, uh, incorporate, incorporate that mindfulness, uh, training in conjunction with a lean enable program, you know, similar to kind of like what you're doing. I know you guys weren't following this template necessarily, but imagine doing that. I mean, I mean, I can't imagine like a more successful recipe, you know, than, than that. 
having that mindset approach as well as, you know, diving back into a program that you can stick to. So, well, maybe you just gave me an idea, Callie, to write in a mindfulness opportunity into lean enable. There we go. So, you know, it take five, we've got the stretching and the cool down, but why not a, a mental appreciation or a mental warm up to include with the program? And that's what, yeah, that's, you know, that's what I do with um, our, our programming at SPD is I can give you, <laughs> we can talk offline too, but I can give you some ideas about how to incorporate that theme into the physical work and then revisit it at the end as part of a, a cool down mindset, um, five minute, just focus for the rest of the day. So boom, sold. Now I'm motivated. Get in there yeah. and get creative. You're welcome. All right. Well, to, to lead Power Athlete Nation to, to some water here and lean enable opportunity, simply head to powerathletehq.com slash lean and able, the words lean and able, and try out seven-day free trial. And then if you've got a loved one or a future power athlete that you want to get onto the training program, it still follows the methodology. So similar squat days, pull, press, all the, the formula that we got and want to get them on your, your training side and get them active, give them a seven-day free trial lined in there. So that's uh, same place, powerathlethq.com slash lean and able, all the words typed out, and start a seven-day free trial. Cool? Cool. All right. Callie, thank you very much for joining oh, me on Power Athlete Radio. Yeah. All right. We'll see you soon. Uh, I just, we got to end with your classic. Oh, ready? Okay. Now it's time for you to empower your performance. <laughs> it's perfect. Okay. I mean, it's better live. All right. Well, Callie, where do they head? Powerathletehq.com slash lean and able. All right. You heard it here. Power Athlete Nation. Bye. Bye. Now it's time for you to empower your performance. Head to powerathletehq.com backslash training to choose from a number of programs to meet your specific performance goals. And if you like to break a mental sweat too, visit academy.powerathletehq.com and become a real stakeholder in you or your athlete's success. Until next time, bye!